Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. Everything Medicare Podcast Nation. This is Christian Brindle, wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today. Thank you so much for taking the time. Folks, happy Saturday. I hope you had a fantastic week. We are on now episode 197 of the Everything Medicare Podcast. If this is your first time listening, my name is Christian Brindle. I'm a published author. I own an insurance agency called Christian Brindle Insurance Services, where we specialize in working with people on their Medicare health plans in 10 states. We work with some of the biggest insurance companies in the insurance industry. And folks, this show was created to put the power back in your hands, the consumer, the people on Medicare. We bring you three podcast episodes a week. There is not anyone in the entire insurance industry that brings you more Medicare viable Medicare-based content than we do. Three times a week, we bring you a show. And next week, we will eclipse 200 episodes on our show. And it's a huge milestone for us. I remember when we first started doing the show, I never ever thought we'd get to 200 episodes. I didn't think anyone would listen enough for us to get to episode 10. And I can't thank you enough for being such a fantastic audience. We don't have anyone that I can thank more than our audience. You folks, you that listen week in and week out, we appreciate you. And I'm humbled that you listen and put up with me for so long, for nearly two years. Folks, today I want to talk to you about Medicare supplement plans. Medicare supplement plans, for those of you who don't know, are plans that supplement Medicare. Duh, right? They pay after Medicare as secondaries. The way that Medicare supplement plans work is is ever since 1992, when Medicare supplement plans became standardized and they started going by the terminology of the Medigap, Medicare comes in, Medicare pays 80% of your medical bills. Medicare Part A and B work like two pieces of a puzzle. They fit together, they both cover different things, that are medical costs. They cover hospitalization, surgeries, doctor's appointments, durable medical equipment, skilled nursing facilities, physical therapy, and on and on. But they don't pay 100%. They typically pay 80% of things and leave 20% behind for you to pay. And of course, there's also deductibles that they don't pay that they leave you behind to pay for most things. Now, Medicare supplement plans are purchased through private insurance companies. They're standardized, meaning that the plans are designed by the government. They're then named after letters, and each letter plan is going to cover a different amount of what Medicare leaves behind. Plan F was the most popular plan since 1992 until about five or six years ago when it just started to inflate as far as costs are concerned. The prices started to make it a little bit unbuyable for a lot of people. And starting... January 1st of this year, 2020, 
If you were newly eligible for Medicare, you could not purchase a plan F and C any longer. Due to the macro bill that passed in 2015 and took effect January 1st of this year. If you were eligible for Medicare before this year, you could still you can still purchase a plan F, but not if you become newly eligible this year and going forward. So the plan F is just it's the, the industry's moving away from it. And it has been for some time, even before this happened. But even still, I know a lot of people in the industry. I know a lot of people in the business. I grew up around the business. My dad has been a Medicare agent since the late 80s, early 90s. Before I even came into the business, he had been in 25 years. So I had a great teacher, a great, great person to kind of show me the ropes. And even then, my dad um, has seen a lot of things. And I, I have a lot of connections. I know so many people in the business. And I think it's pretty safe to say that at the very least, 90% of people purchase either a plan F, G, or N. There are other plans. There's a Medicare supplement plan A, not to be confused with Medicare part A. There's a Medicare supplement plan B, a Medicare supplement plan C that we talked about a second ago, grandfathered in, same as plan F. There's Medicare supplement plan M, plan K, plan L. Why don't people purchase these plans? Why do people seem to only care about plans G, N, and F? Plan G is identical to plan F. Plan F pays 100% of what Medicare leaves behind. It does not leave any out-of-pocket for you, the consumer, as long as Medicare covers the bill. Medicare doesn't cover prescription drugs, dental, vision, hearing. But on the medical side, as long as it's a Medicare-approved charge, plan F pays everything that Medicare leaves behind. It's the only plan that does that. Plan G pays everything except for what's known as the Medicare Part B deductible, which as I talked to you about this in 2020 is $198 one time per year. Other than that, it's identical to the Plan F. The Plan N also charges this Medicare Part B deductible, but it also doesn't cover what's known as Medicare Part B excess charges, which is basically like if a doctor wants to tack on any extra charges on top of your bill, doesn't happen very often. They also charge two do- two copays, an up to twenty dollar doctor copay, and a fifty dollar emergency room copay. A plan N is usually a nice chunk, at least at the very least, cheaper in premium than a G. That's why people would buy it. But essentially, these plans are designed by the government. The government dictates exactly what the benefits are going to look like, and then they're given to private insurance companies to market. The private insurance company, number one, determines what they're going to charge for it. So that means you can literally pick up a plan N or a plan G with any insurance company and it'd be the exact same plan, but they're all going to charge a different price. Some plans could be $100 more a month than another company. And you're really not getting any more benefit by paying that much more. The other thing that the insurance companies can dictate that's different from one another is the rate increases long-term. They all go up in price every year as you get older. There's no way around that. They all do it. But some go up very little. Some go up an arm and a leg. And we've done plenty of podcast episodes exactly determining what you need to look for to avoid these high rate increases and what you can do and how you can make wise decisions. But it's always been curious to a lot of people Why do people only buy one of these three plans? Not as much F as it used to be, but there's still people that buy it. People that still qualify to get it. 
Why do people buy those three plans and really that's it? I'm going to tell you the answer to that. When we come back, I have to take a break. Hear from our sponsor. I'll answer this question for you in explicit detail in segment two. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through that break. Let's talk about this. Let's have a conversation. Why don't people buy the Plan Ds of the world? The Plan Ks, Ls? If you go to Google and you look up Medicare Supplement Chart, you'll see all the different plans. Just go to images. There's a million of them. Like I mentioned, Plans C and F are being grandfathered in. If someone is eligible for Medicare starting January 1st and going forward, it's not even an option for them. But you still see some people that were eligible before January 1 of 2020 picking up Fs because they still can't. Point blank, people will buy a plan F because it's easy for them to understand. It's full medical coverage. I had a client of mine recently request an F, and they didn't care that it costs more. They didn't care that it probably would have higher rate increases. As recently as the end of the year last year in 2019, and It was my client's sister. She was his power of attorney. And he was struggling with early dementia. And she just thought it would be so much simpler for him to have an F and have no out-of-pocket. He needed the medical coverage. They didn't want him to have to deal with remembering to meet the deductible for the G or the co-pays with the N. They wanted simplicity for him. So that's what they wanted. They knew the risks. They knew that it would cost more. But they were buying um, simplicity not having to worry about it. So there's still people like, you know, in situa- in certain situations that an F might still work okay. I don't think it's a long-term great solution for some people, but there's still some people that see the appeal, that still qualify. Plan F will always have its place, at least for now. It will get to the point where 10 years from now that nobody will be able to get it because you had to have been eligible for Medicare before January 1 of 2020, and that number of people that were eligible will go down more and more as time goes on. So the industry is moving away from it. It won't be long. Let's talk about G and N. Why do people buy those two plans? Point blank, they're better coverage than the other plans. I don't know how else to say it and be more clear. Plan K and L, respectively, the things that they do cover that Medicare leaves behind, they pay 50% of it or 75% of it. They have max out of pockets. They're ridiculous. Nobody buys those. Plan D is a decent plan. It's very, very similar to G, almost identical if you look closely at it. But the reason why Plan D isn't sold more is, be, is point blank. There's very few insurance companies that actually offer a Plan D. It's just not a priority for them. And if there's not a lot of options, there's not a lot of compatibility, There's not a lot of competitiveness. A lot of times in a lot of markets, a plan D will cost more than a plan G, which makes no sense. It's either the plans aren't that appealing to the naked eye, or if they are appealing, the insurance company does not have an agenda to market those plans. That's the combination. Those are the two reasons. G's and N's are the priority. 
for most insurance companies, probably Plan N right now more than anything else. That seems to be the shiny new object, even though it's been around a decade. But Plan G is probably the most popular plan we have in the market right now. Popularity. All the insurance companies are competing to have the best competitive rates. Every insurance company that's in the Medicare supplement market that I have seen has a G and an N. Not every company has a D. Very few, actually. K, L, A, B, those plans, they're just not very good. Let's be honest. I've never been a big fan of the high-deductible plans either. They're more of a niche market. There's your answer. It's because there's just not a whole lot of great viable options other than a G, N, or maybe F. I think saying that 90% of people purchase one of those three plans is an understatement. I think it's probably higher than that. It might be 95 to 99% even. I don't have any statistics to back it up, but I'm on the inside. I know so many people that run practices. I don't know anybody that's not selling G and maybe F. I don't know people running around selling K's and L's and M's. I don't know who they are, if they are. Folks, I have to take one last break. Here from our last sponsor of the week. Don't go anywhere. I have some final thoughts I'd like to share with you on this topic. I'll be right back. Stay right where you are. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sticking with me all the way to the end. All you have to remember is this. If there are a couple of plans that are head and shoulders above all the rest, then all the rest don't matter. Really? I mean, if you really desperately want a plan K or an L, then fine, so be it. I don't think I've ever had anyone call me up and want those plans. I've had countless and endless amounts of people call me up and say, I want a G. I want an N. I might even want an F. I think if more insurance companies offered a plan like a plan D and it was more competitive, I think that could be right up there with the rest of the plans. But for some reason, it's just not a focus. Maybe someday that will change. But who knows when that will be, if it will ever happen. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I know I know. there's people that love the Medicare supplement episodes and people that want Medicare Advantage. we got to find a balance. I can't talk about the same topic every single episode. And there's a lot to talk about on both sides. And they're both important. Both sides are important. As always, folks, my company is licensed in 10 states if you'd like to work with us on your Medicare. If you're already on Medicare, you'd just like us to revisit what you have, see if you can do better. Or maybe you're turning 65 and you're just feeling lost and confused. We work with all of the biggest insurance companies in the industry. And we're licensed to work with you in Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Washington, Oregon, California, Texas, Virginia, South Carolina, and Florida. Again, that's Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Washington, Oregon, Texas, California, Virginia, South Carolina, and Florida. Our number is 801-255-5340-801-255-5340. Call me. I'd love to talk with you. If you're more comfortable shooting me an email, you're welcome to do that as well. Christian B at xmission.com. Christian, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N, B as in boy, at xmission.com. 
As always, folks, if you enjoyed this episode and you're listening to us on a platform that allows you to do so, it helps us out so much if you leave us a review, specifically on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you're listening on one of those two platforms, leave us a five-star review and maybe put a little comment about what you enjoy about the show. I love reading them, and I do read them. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe, like the video, drop a comment on what you'd like to see us talk about on future episodes. And until next time, have a great rest of your weekend. We'll be back with you on Monday. Take care, folks.